Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, bartenders! Go, food needs refill! Wrapping up the weekend here, Seth Harp, Harp on Sports, the bar, the last time we will be in this location. Yeah. Going to be broadcasting from the bar live in Gainesville here on out. We do have still some shows we're going to do in the office while I get the bar set up uh, in my new place in Gainesville. So everybody, the last five years here in Jacksonville, it's been a blast. I've enjoyed my time. I've been splitting my time between Gainesville and Jacksonville, and now we'll make it Gainesville full time. So thank you, everybody. It's been a heck of a ride. Uh, Appreciate it. It's kind of tough at times. You bet it is. We were able to accomplish a lot here in the four and a half years that I was on the air, give or take. Um, Not everything went the way we wanted it to go, but still, nonetheless, that's how life works, right? So thanks, everybody. uh, That was a part of the ride. Here's what we have for you coming up here on the show, this episode of The Bar via Harp on Sports. A little revenue reverb for you. The IARP rules, what? Something new the NCAA is doing, and a little... Aaron Rodgers recruitment. Let's start off with a little revenue reverb first. We are going to enter a time in sports that we've never seen. We haven't. How it's inched back, how quickly it's brought back. The games are going to look the same eventually, right? Football still 11 on 11, basketball still 5 on 5, but they are going to feel differently. They're going to feel differently, and that's fine. That's fine that they feel differently. How different are they going to look? Well, they're going to sound different with whistles blowing during football games and your ability to hear them, basketball, squeakier shoes, squeakier courts, things of that nature. That's going to be a little bit different. But this coronavirus chaos that was thrown our way is going to enable NFL franchises, Major League Baseball franchises, even NBA franchises have already started to do it. Uniforms are going to change. When you lose as much money as sports have lost, businesses have lost. I mean, hundreds of billions of dollars, trillions of dollars when it's all said and done. This thing is going to cost us trillions of bucks. It is. Well, sports are going to look, and NFL franchises, and NBA franchises, Major League Baseball franchises are going to look to recoup that money. How are they going to do it? Get ready for some advertisements on your sports jerseys. Now, I'm not saying they're going to go the NASCAR route. But I'm telling you, get ready, because this is what's going to happen. Get ready for an Alabama football helmet with a Coca-Cola sticker on it. Get ready for a Florida Gator football helmet with a Gatorade sticker on it. Get ready for a Chicago Cubs jersey with an old-style beer patch sewn on one of the sleeves. That is coming. It's coming. And no matter how much you hate it or how much you dislike it or how much you don't want it, it is coming. Revenue reverb, the repercussions of this coronavirus and what took place. It's monumental, but as franchises look around, they're going to say, what can we do to get money in here? What can we do? What can we do? Well, you know, social distancing when it comes to fans. Fans have said, I don't care. Just give me my sports. Well, guess what? In order to make up that money, and if you social distance fans and there's one every five seats or one every three seats, that's still a 33% capacity stadium. Got to make that revenue up somewhere. Got to make that money up somewhere. How are sports teams going to make up that revenue? Easy. Not easy, but it's an easy solution. 
One of them. Get ready for advertisements on sports jerseys. Every team. Every team in professional sports. Every team collegiately is is going to have a logo of an advertiser, a brand, other than the Nike swoosh, other than the Under Armour logo. Think about teams. Think about where they're located. Arthur Blank owns Home Depot, right, in Atlanta? Get ready for a Home Depot logo on a jersey, on a Falcons jersey. Get ready for it. Now, I'm not saying it's just going to be the teams and the owners pushing their businesses. No, just think about what you see in the preseason. Teams in the preseason in the NFL already have logos. NBA teams are already doing it. Some of your more hollow jerseys in sports are going to have advertising on them now. How else are they going to make up their money? How? You're going to complain about that? Well, I don't. I think this is wrong. Those small, petty things are gone now. Those small, I don't like this uniform change. Eh, eh. Those things are gone. They're going to have to make money somehow. Now, who's going to buy that? Don't know. Don't know. Get ready for teams to change uniforms more. Get ready for teams to throw out more alternate uniforms. Like I said, get ready for an Alabama football game and an Alabama helmet with a Coca-Cola logo on the side. It is coming Team's got to make their money back somehow. I'm okay with that. I've always been okay with that. I have been. It's never been a problem for me. It just hasn't. NBA teams for about four or five years now have had advertisements on their jerseys. It didn't ruin LeBron and Cleveland's 3-1 to come-from-behind series against Golden State because he had a Goodyear tire logo on his left sleeve. Oh, God. Oh, my. Think about how much you love football games and you love college football games and you love NFL games. Does it bother anybody? Has it ruined anybody that a bowl game's name has changed? It doesn't. Now, we're nostalgic about the past, but we're nostalgic about the past in everything. Everything we're nostalgic about the past in. Now, just do remember when the bowl games didn't have sponsorships and remember when all the games were played on one day and remember when Star Wars was great? We got member berries up and down the ladder when it comes to that. Revenue reverb. Get ready for advertisements on football fields. You know how you look at hockey and you've got boards all the way around? Advertisements all the way around a hockey arena. You see it in the NBA all around the court. Get ready. In the NFL, it's coming. Baseball already has it behind home plate to some extent, but the NFL is going to be a lot like soccer where it's got advertisements on the field. It's going to be. Get ready for big painted logos smack dab in the middle of a football field. Now, look, it'll be done to the point where you can't really tell. It's not going to look like a NASCAR, but you're going to be able to see from the stands. You bet you are. You're going to have to do this. Teams are going to have to make money back. Remember about, oh, 13 years ago, maybe you recall, we had an oil show or a gas crisis to some extent. Well, not to some extent. Gas was like five bucks a gallon. I remember I lived in Huntsville, Alabama when that happened. Gas like five forty nine a gallon. The economy blew up. Uh, the housing market crashed. And gas was like five bucks a gallon. It's like, oh my God. And that just happened to be the time in my career where I was doing the most driving. Our radio station was located in Athens, Alabama. The sales office was in Huntsville, Alabama. And I lived in between in Madison, Alabama. Why? Because I had to get up in the morning and go do my show at 6 a.m. When that was done, I drove all the way to Huntsville to do advertising during the day. And God forbid I had a high school game to broadcast. Then it was back to Madison and back to Athens. I put, I mean, 30,000 miles on my car that year. When the year when gas was five bucks a gallon. That no fun. No fun. Well, what's the point of that? Well, here's the point. It hit all walks. Except I can't pass those off to anybody, those fees. Airline companies did. How did airlines pass those fees off? 
Hello, baggage fees. Well, gas went down. Did the baggage fees disappear? No. They were going to make their money up somehow. They were going to get their money somehow. So we're not going to pay for this extra gas. We're not going to pay for this extra fuel. You know who is? You are with those $25 bag fees. That's what happened. That's what professional sports are going to do. They are going to look around and go, we need to make this money up somehow. You guys want sports back? Empty stadiums? Okay, TV revenue will take care of a lot. What else are we going to do? Um, get ready for a you know Ohio State football game. Uh, Buckeyes helmet, all those cool Buckeye stickers and a Goodyear tire sticker. Boom. St. Louis Cardinals. All right. St. Louis Cardinals baseball with a Budweiser sticker logo. Boom. Sewn on right across the chest. It is is coming collegiately nfl major league baseball get ready for logos get ready for a a yankees helmet with the nathan's hot dog logo on it how else are they gonna make their money how else are they gonna recoup this money wait they've kind of wanted to do this this is the excuse to get it done it's the excuse to get it done so revenue reverb gonna make their money back somehow so there's that pivoting to college sports I had no idea what the IARP was until yesterday. No idea. The Independent Accountability Resolution Program. I'll say it again. The Independent Accountability Resolution Program. IARP. The NCAA is taking punishment and it is outsourcing it. Yeah, it's kind of snuck in, didn't it? It did. A little sneak attack. The IARP. Get ready for the Independent Accountability Resolution Program. What is it? It's three different groups. You hear the name Free a lot. F-R-E-E-H. Free, free. Former FBI agent. He's running it. One of them. What's going on with this? They're going to determine punishments now in college sports. And they're about to get more strict. The NCAA is washing its hands of punishments. They are. They're washing their hands. They're saying, you know what? You don't like what we're doing? Fine. They're going to do it. We're going to go independent body on this one. They kind of have to, right? That rule book gets thicker and thicker. More people complain. More people are upset. NCAA said, we're done with this. We're done getting blamed for all this. We are going to hire a firm. We're going to create a firm that's going to investigate schools, scandals, all of those things. The Independent Accountability Resolution Program. Here's what's changing. Bans now go from four years to five years. It goes up. Show cause penalties. In other words, if you're a coach and you get in trouble, there's a show cause. Um, Bruce Pearl had this, where if you hire a coach, you assume their punishment. If you Calvin Sampson in Indiana got in trouble for texting recruits when he wasn't supposed to be, and you got told stop. Bruce Pearl was told stop, and they kept on doing it, so they had show causes in their contracts. Or three years. Four years show cause penalties. Those are going up to a decade. You, you're a coach. You get caught doing dirty things. A decade. Teams can hire you, but you could bring 10 years of baggage with you. 10 years. Three or four years were bad enough for some of these coaches to sit out. A decade. A decade. Show cause penalties of a decade are now going to hit sports. Again, the NCAA's new punishment wing that has nothing to do with them. They're outsourcing discipline. The Independent Accountability Resolution Program. Oh, there's more. There's more. In the past, when they find you, when you got in trouble and they wanted to take money from you, they hit you financially based on your current situation. 
now they're going to dock money from you from postseason play. Let's say you are, they use NC State a lot in the reference. You can see it at USA Today Sports. Let's say you make the NCAA tournament. It used to be, okay, we're going to fine you X amount of dollars for your naughtiness. Now they're like, oh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to take money away from your next three tournament appearances. Excited? That's what they're going to do. Oh, we're, we're, going, to, we're going to dock your earnings going forward. Everybody complaining about the NCAA. The NCAA's not fair. The NCAA's crooked. The NCAA's dirty. Okay, NCAA said fine. Welcome to the Independent Accountability Resolution Program. Outsourced punishment now by the National Collegiate Athletic Association. Oh, there's more. Again, five-year bans up from four. Ten-year show cause penalties for coaches. In other words, Bruce Pearl, Kelvin Sampson. Now they had to wait like three years when they got nailed with the show cause penalty. Going from four years, five years to ten years. In other words, you hire a coach that got in trouble in another school, you could assume that punishment with your coach that you hire. They're also going to dock future earnings, dock money. So you cheat now? Oh, okay. Okay. You knew, we told you, you didn't listen. So the next four bowl games you go to, we're going to take 20%. Yep, punishment just got a lot tougher. NCAA's not doing it anymore. You didn't like them? Fine. Here comes a stronger, heavier hammer. Those are just three of the things. There's a lot more they're going to do. A lot more they're going to do. They're going to extend, they're going to extend postseason bans. You get caught cheating now, especially when players can earn their own money. You get caught cheating now. They are going to nail you. And it's not the NCAA that's nailing you. It's the Independent Accountability Resolution Program. Outsourcing punishment. Three different, three different venues, three different platforms to punish you now. NCAA is out of it. It's kind of like when everybody's complaining about Roger Goodell and his punishment. Pac-Man Jones, it's unfair. Roger Goodell has gone too far with his punishments. He's gone too far. You guys collectively bargained and gave him all that power. That's what was so funny about that. The players gave the commissioner all that power so they could have more money. And then what happened? He started suspending guys for a year. Oh, Bounty Gate, year. Oh, Tom Brady, bye-bye, four games. Oh, what up, Pac-Man Jones? You're at a nightclub where a guy gets paralyzed. We'll see you next year. Oh, Ray Rice. Oh, fumbled that one initially, didn't he? And then after that, he's like, you know what? You can go away for a year as well. You can go away. Well, actually, he spent what, four games and then... Here come the Ravens. Yeah, now that you're down, we're going to kick you. You stay down there. Yeah. NCAA no longer punishing schools. They're not. They've outsourced it. The Independent Accountability Resolution Program. And finally, Aaron Rodgers. This is primarily for the Jaguars, even though there's no way on earth this is going to happen. And the Dallas Cowboys, the Raiders are here as well. How long is Aaron Rodgers going to be looking over his shoulder at Jordan Love in Green Bay? There's one thing that I've learned as I do my last show in Jacksonville, the, this bar podcast in Jacksonville, reco- relocating permanently to Gainesville from now on, is that the Jaguars couldn't screw up if they wanted to. So this whole tanking for Trevor thing, it's not going to happen. There's no way the Jags are going to have the number one pick. There's no way. They'll stumble into four wins. Why? Because their division's bad. Their division's bad, and they got a last-place schedule, don't they? Last-place schedule, bad division. Jags aren't going to have the number one pick. Come on, they're going to win four games next year. They have the number one pick, you got to win like one game, two games. And as long as Leonard Fournette's in a contract year, which Jags didn't pick up that option, so he's going to run and run and run and run as much as he can. You've got what else, huh? you got Cam Robinson at left tackle. He's in a contract year. Andrew Norwell doesn't want to get cut, although he may not have a choice. You've got other DJ Shark, 
He's in his third year. He's going to want to get paid after this year. D.D. Westbrook's going to be a free agent. He's going to want to get paid this year. There's no way the Jaguars are going to be bad enough to have the number one pick. No way. Could pick like sixth. Oh, they're going to be terrible. Yeah, they're not going to be very good, but they're not going to be number one pick bad. They're not going to be Bengals bad. What does that mean? Well, again, Aaron Rodgers is only going to look over his shoulder for so long. What happens when next year rolls around and the Packers look around and go, man, we used a second round draft pick on, or first round draft pick on Jordan Love and Aaron's got two years left in his deal here. What can we get for him? They're not, the Packers are not going to do what they did with Brett Favre. They're not going to let this one linger. They're not, they're not, they're going to do, they're going to try to do what the Chargers did. Had Drew Brees brought in Phillip Rivers one year of this and then off. Now they just got lucky that Drew Brees hit free agency and unlucky, if you will. But here's how I see this shaking out. I think after this year, Aaron Rodgers is going to go into the Packers and go, you know what? I'm not. No, we're not doing this. I'm out. Oh, he can't leave Green Bay. Tom Brady just left the Packers. Or Tom Brady just left the Patriots. Peyton Manning left the Colts. Find me two more iconic quarterbacks the last 20 years than Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Over the age of 35, Peyton Manning left the Colts. Over the age of 40, Tom Brady left the Patriots. Phillip Rivers. What's Phillip Rivers? 38? He left the Chargers. He was with the Chargers for 16 years. So he's there 16 years. Brady was with the Patriots for 20 years. Peyton was with the Colts for, what, 13? All of them left. If you don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to look around and go, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm out. I'm out. reason I bring up the Jaguars is the Jaguars are going to be bad, but they're not going to be Trevor Lawrence bad. So would you offer up the sixth overall pick next year for Aaron Rodgers? Now he's going to look at Jacksonville and go, <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Sure. That's, that's, thank you. I, sweet. Pass. Pass. So then what? Cowboys. If the Cowboys don't get a deal done with Dak Prescott, if they can't get something worked out this year, if you are the Dallas Cowboys and you pick 17th, 18th, make the playoffs. If you're the Packers, and the Cowboys come along and offer you the 20th overall pick for Aaron Rodgers. Do you take it? He's not going to sit in Green Bay for all three years with Jordan Love waiting. He's not. I wouldn't. Now, the Raiders are mentioned as well. He's a California guy. May want to go back out to the West Coast. Could end up there. The Chargers mentioned as well. Again, Aaron Rodgers. He's a California dude. Could end up with the Chargers. Could end up with the Raiders out in Oakland. Um, I could end up with the Rams. If you're Aaron Rodgers, new one out next year. What's that look like? The Jags being contention for him they're not going to be bad enough they're not going to be bad enough to have the number one or number two pick they're just not they're not going to be that bad they're not going to be any good but they're not going to be that bad they're not the Bengals. they're not one in 15 they're like five and 11 four and 12 which is not number one pick bad it's like seventh pick sixth pick bad and we're gonna trade three first to go up to number one that's not gonna happen either trevor lawrence is one whoever's there is not gonna pass on him aaron Rodgers is gonna be on the market in a year watch so that does it Harp on Sports, the bar, live from the Jacksonville location. You thank everybody for my five years here. Really appreciate it. Going to be in Gainesville uh, here going forward. And thank everybody that was a part of it. Again, if you missed any of these shows, you want to check out the podcast, you can do so at Harp on Sports Twitter, at Harp on Sports Instagram, Harp on Sports, the Facebook page, uh, HarpOnSports.com, the YouTube channel as well. I made it pretty easy all into the Harp on Sports world. Going to be pushing the podcast back to Thursday this week. It's going to be broadcasting live from the ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF studios on the campus of the University of Florida. Uh, that's going to be coming up Thursday. You can check it out there. In the meantime, Buzzsprout, 
Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can check all of it out there. Appreciate it. Going to miss this place? I am. I am. I'm not. I've been done on the air here in Jacksonville for three months, so I knew it was coming. And I've been splitting my time back and forth between the two cities, and now it's official. So thank you, everybody. Thanks for everybody here in Jacksonville. I've appreciated the last five years. Again, you can check out the podcast, HarpOnSports.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the whole nine yards. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm filling in on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. My show is not going to launch till the summer, right? The director of programming and the host. The station needs to get set up the right way before I'm going to launch that show. So it is going to happen in the summer. I am targeting July. I know it's eight weeks away. I'm going to be filling in for the other hosts as they want to take vacations in the, in the time being. I'll be on from noon to two. So filling in for Steve Russell, noon to two on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Enjoy your weekend. What's left of it? My cell phone is ringing. Take care, everyone. It's been Harp on Sports in the bar on the Harp on Sports audio and media network.